Welcome to the Run Lift Mom podcast, where we're talking about running, lifting, and momming, not necessarily in that order. And as an example of out of order, today's conversation is all about momming, specifically postpartum depression. Hey guys, this is a conversation with my business coach, Nina Malosky. It was intended to be like a sound check and to help me with editing. I am a newbie podcaster and I said, hey, can I practice on you? Here's what happened. We started talking, she opened up, and I feel like this conversation is really important for all mothers to hear. So without further ado, here is my conversation about PPD with Nina Malosky. Nina, um, I, I'm going to ask you to open up about postpartum depression, although I, I'll tell you, I did not have postpartum depression, It's, but, but it's something that I want to understand because I know a lot of women have this or maybe don't even know that they have it, but they have it. Can you talk to me a little bit about, first of all, recognizing it? Yes, absolutely. So, um, and you hit the nail on the head, Susie a lot of moms just don't know that that's what's happening. Um, one in five women um, will experience some type of perinatal, which is the new term, um, mood or anxiety disorder. What um, does perinatal mean? So the reason that we're using the term or people in the photo are using the term perinatal means it can start during pregnancy. So a lot of moms start to feel depression or anxiety during pregnancy. And they think, well, this, this, there's just something wrong with me because postpartum depression is after the baby's here, but actually a lot of times it starts during pregnancy. Do you think people like, you know, when you're pregnant and you have a mood change or something, folks will just be like, Oh, hormones. Do you feel like that's it? Yes, absolutely. And then there's just like with being a mom, there's that stigma of, everything you're pregnant it's supposed to be wonderful and happy and baby showers and you know and then right after you have the baby you've got this gift it's the most wonderful thing in the world but it's hard it's really hard and people don't talk about that they don't talk about how hard it is so even if you're not dealing with depression or anxiety you're dealing with this new reality and it's hard Mm -hmm. so um you know you have that first of all and then Um, a lot of moms that have postpartum depression, which can look like, it can look like me where I was, I would sit, what you would really think of as depression. I was sitting in my car crying, um, every day before I'd go inside. I loved my baby more than anything, but every time I tried to like hold him or be near him, I felt like there was a wall, kind of like a mirror, um, between me and him. Like I couldn't, we didn't bond right away, which by the way, is the most horrific thing that you can say out loud um when you're a new mom is I didn't bond with my baby right away and um I didn't know any of this then (laughs) yeah after um my experience uh with postpartum depression and anxiety um it was really severe it lasted about two years before I could um start to come out of it and now I do a lot of stuff with a lot of work with maternal mental health and now I understand that but I didn't know that then and mamas don't know that They think I'm the only one that's ever had this thought. I'm the only one that feels this way. It's very isolating. Do you feel like it's something where we should be educating women who are expecting, or do you feel like it's more checking in with them or a combination of the two, like after they've had the baby? 
I think it's both. I think so. There's a lot of thank goodness. There's a lot of attention right now being focused on both pediatricians and OBGYNs to screen. So pediatricians, because that's where the mama's going to be, right? She's going to take that baby to those checkups. Mm -hmm. So screening for postpartum depression and anxiety, um, perinatal mood mood disorders at those appointments, not just screening about what is the child doing, but how are you doing um, as a mom? And then also with the OBGYN and not just at the six week appointment, because um, symptoms of postpartum depression can start as late as 18 months after the baby's born, depending on like hormones and those things. And that's a very little known fact. Um, So you could be past, you know, celebrating the baby's first birthday and still be in the window for this to occur. Yes. Oh, absolutely. Um, Delayed postpartum depression is what um, it would be called. That's what mine was called when it was diagnosed at seven months. Um, I had several people tell me that that, that since I didn't have um, depression when he was little, little, quote unquote, that that's not what it was. Um, but that's not true at all. <laughs> Luckily, I got people. Do you mean like um, friends or like healthcare providers? Both um, friends and healthcare providers. Luckily, I have a fantastic OB and he um, was able to recognize it. And, um, but it's, it was really hard for me to talk about it, um, to say what was going on. And then friends, like if some, if we would say like, especially people that are older than you, like moms and grandmas and, you know, it's more Mm -hmm. like, Hey, your baby's healthy. There's babies that are in the hospital right now. You need to be happy. You've got what you've always wanted. You prayed for this, you know? So, um, that's, that's hard because you're like, I know. And I love my baby. And I, I, this is everything I've always wanted. Why can I not enjoy this? Why can I not feel joy? It's, um, it's, it's, it's a really hard situation. And Susie, I want to go back because I'll, um, I don't want to forget to answer your question, but I think, um, there does need to be education when, um, especially like the last trimester of pregnancy. Um, it's just really hard for women to hear, um, you know, to hear that this is going to happen because you, this could happen because you think, well, not me. Like, yeah, I'm, you know, that's not going to happen to me. I'm fine. Um, so yeah, I think as much education as possible. You know, a lot of times for, for any mother, we, we have this picture of motherhood in our heads, right? So like yes. when you're pregnant, you're picturing, I mean, like, I know I never pictured beyond <laughs> holding said baby and snuggling them. And you know, right. that baby was sleeping and sweet yes. and with me. My nipples were not torn raw. Um, like the picture that we have in our heads of motherhood. Um, <laughs> it's a lot, it's a lot different from what might actually happen. And so it's hard to admit when that does actually happen that like, Oh, this is a thing that happens in motherhood. Yes, absolutely. And I think, you know, with social media, with Instagram and Facebook, like it's, it really has become almost like an epidemic because people compare, like <laughs> even, you know, I was, I literally could not get out of bed some days, but on my Facebook, if you are to look back and I'm ashamed of this a little bit now, because I wish that I would have been more open. But if you were to look back at my Facebook page, the days that I couldn't get out of bed, that my husband was literally doing everything 
It took all I had to get to work and to get home. And that's it. Um, those days I'm posting these happy pictures on Facebook. I'm posting these, there's pictures of me smiling. And I now actually, it helps to look back. I was like, okay, I was smiling. (laughs) Um, But, you know, but I was posting these just great because that's what you want people to think. That's what it's supposed to be like. Well, yeah, That's you're supposed you to show them one week, two weeks, one yes, month. Yes, absolutely. Picture on a blanket with numbers that I set Yes, up. yes. Oh. And when you see that, I mean, I have mamas all the time talk to me and say, I, I don't understand. So-and-so has it all together. She just posted a picture. She had the baby the same time I did. She just posted a picture in her living room. It's all clean. I get this all the time. It's all clean. I was like, listen, those <laughs> toys are just behind that camera. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, it's. It's just not a real picture. And we really need to, as moms, talk about, hey, this is real life. Like, let me show you a picture of my dishes in in the sink. You know, like, Mm -hmm. this is real life. And unfortunately, um, that social media kind of presence, I don't know if it deters people, women, from talking about what's happening um, but I think it could. And I think that, you know, a lot of times um, women, even if they know that something's wrong, it's really, really hard for them to talk about it. I think that has something to do with it. And then just the um, expectation of partners, husbands, same sex partners, everyone saying, you, wait, you're, wait, what do you have to be sad about right now? Yeah. Uh, so that's, that's hard. So let me paint a picture for you. So I'm a military spouse um, and we, so there are babies a lot. Okay. Um, It's the, it's the season of life. It's kind of the the age that, that Trey's peers are and that kind of thing. So like probably every month I have a meal train, which is wonderful. Right. Right. I've signed up for a meal train. I'm dropping a meal off at a mother's house who probably has posted all of those beautiful pictures on Instagram. You were just describing how can I, you know what I mean? Like in theory, I don't necessarily know, know this woman. I'm taking her a meal because that's a nice thing to do. And I'm trying to save her some stress. Is there anything that I can ask or like, what can I say to help a woman or what could I ask to help a woman who might want to open up about some of these feelings? Oh, Susie, that is such a wonderful, compassionate question. Um, I get asked that a lot as well. And I think the best thing that you can do is two things. One, listen without expecting yourself to respond, right? Mm-hmm. Because a lot of times we listen to respond and you really want to, you want to fix it. You want to make it right. You want to help her. But a lot of times the best thing you can do for a new mama is just listen to them, just hear them validate how they're feeling. If you, if you have had that same experience, you know, if it seems right to relate that, but a lot of times it's just like, I hear you, you're not alone, you know, um, just hearing, just being able to, to talk to someone, um, without them trying to, you know, give solutions or, and it's really hard for us because we want to say, you know, that's where it comes from. Well, at least your baby's healthy. It comes from because you want to like make it better, but it's okay to be in the uncomfortable. It's okay to feel that way, to feel sad and to feel anxious and to feel like this is harder than you expected. Like it's okay. And I think giving that permission is really powerful. 
I love what you said about validating feelings. I'll tell you, Nina, I will never forget. Um, it was some mommy Facebook group, right? And a mom said, I don't even know what her issue was. <laughs> um, but I one up her. Okay. I'm a triplet mom. My kids were in the NICU for two months. And she said something to the degree. I don't know if her child wasn't nursing. I, I don't know what the issue was. There's a problem. Um, <laughs> but I snapped back with, well, I couldn't hold Gideon for two weeks. Right. What a jerk move. And luckily another mama called me on it and said, <laughs> I think she just wants to be heard. And I vowed right then and there that I would never like one up somebody else's experience ever again. It's so important to validate the feelings of others because sometimes we just need to be heard. Yeah, I agree. And Susie, I think, you know, that when we do that as mamas and I see this a lot, like when we, when we do kind of feel like we need to one up a lot of times that's our own pain. A lot of times yeah. it's like what we have been through. That's like, you know, that you're kind of, that's coming out then. Um, but yeah, I think it's, it is hard. You know, a lot of moms, they do it themselves. Like they will, they will think, Oh, well I shouldn't talk to, Oh, I did this. I shouldn't talk to so-and-so because uh, like one of my really good friends, her uh, baby was born three months that they were due um, like two days apart and her baby was born three months before Noah. And so I wouldn't talk to her about anything that's going on because she had so much going on. Um, and now that we've talked about it later, I really did her a disservice by not trying to keep that friendship as real and as open as it's always been because when with friends, you know, when something's wrong, you know, when something feels off kilter and when everything else in your world is suddenly different, it really helps for friends to just be there and to talk about what's going on and to share those stories and those experiences. And yeah. And just to listen. Agreed. Oh, agreed. Okay. Well, guess what? Our 10 minutes turned into like 15. <laughs> um, I know that this is practice and this was a sound check. Nina, if like real talk, if I can, salvage any of this in the editing <laughs> process. Um, if you're comfortable with that, I would love to share it. Wow. I really enjoyed my conversation with Nina intended to be practiced, busted through the whole concept of this podcast, which was supposed to be less than 10 minutes, but I hope this audience will Cut me a break on those extra few minutes because Nina's message is important. It's important to talk about the things that you're feeling as an expecting or new mother. Motherhood might not quite feel like you thought it would. And it's also important to be a friend and listen. Thank you so much, Nina, for coming on the Run Lift Mom podcast. And until I get in your earpiece again, remember, for while bodily training is of some value, Godliness is of value in every way, as it holds promise for the present life and also the life to come. That's from 1 Timothy 4, 8. And until I hear from you again, this has been the Run Lift Mom Podcast. Did you enjoy this? Y'all, I am just getting started. You can do me a solid by subscribing, leaving a review, or find me on Instagram or Facebook using the hashtag RunLiftMom and let me know how I can make this better.